Good morning, everyone. This is Carol and Warren, and I want to welcome you to the, to the Two Sisters podcast and take it away, Janice. Well, thank you so much, Carolyn. Um, it's such our pl a pleasure to have you on today as our, excuse me, our guest sister. Um, when we decided to choose a sister for the day, um, you know, we had several inquiries, of course, um, but we just kept coming back to one that, um, obviously you, that we wanted to have on. Um, you've been uh, with us. You are you came on our 250th episode. Um, you had your own episode recently. You're going to be on our 350th, <laughs> and then of course today. So we are excited. Um, <laughs> good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and Again, it is our pleasure to have Carolyn on today. Today is Trending Thursday. And I would like to start the topic of conversation off with trending, something that's trending in the book world. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Woman at the Table by Carolyn Warren, our guest sister today. So <laughs> if you haven't already uh, purchased Carolyn's book, you must do so. And you may see that I've um, tabbed a lot of things. And so I'm excited to kind of talk, uh, um, start the topic of conversation for trending on how relevant your book is trending. So I just want to uh, turn the mic over to you for a moment and just give us a quick update on your book and where you are in your journey with um, <laughs> showcasing this beautiful book. Well, I uh, must say this has been a really exciting time. Anyone who um, listened to the previous podcast that I was on knows that I never wanted to write a book. That was not one of the things on my uh, to-do list, my bucket list did not include writing a book, but it has really been a very, um, uh, rewarding opportunity for me to share uh, just not only my experiences, but my mother's experiences, some of the um, growth that, that took place as I was uh, growing up. And I've been amazed at the impact that the book has had. You know, people are, you know, the response has been, you know, this reminds me of this special person that was influential in my life. And it, interestingly, I've had men also who are reading the book. And because I think that um, once they hear about it, they are also understanding that the principles that, are, that I share are applicable to male and female. And all of us have had individuals who have really made an impact in our lives and has helped us to become the person that we are today. I've had several podcasts. Uh, the response on my uh, Facebook page has just been phenomenal. And it's just been exciting. And, and if I could just add that um, I am an introvert. So you know, some of the, uh, this book has caused me to step outside of my comfort zone. And one of the things that I'm seeing is that 
you know, I believe one of the reasons God had me write the book was if no one else reads it, it was for me. It was to get me to the place where I opened uh, my horizons, that I looked at new opportunities and was willing to step into them. And I believe that that is a message to everyone. And when they read the book, they realize that, okay, uh, there is so much more to life. There are things that dreams and, and there's a voice and a message that we all carry that we've sort of silenced. And my prayer is that as uh, individuals read the book, that their voice will be amplified and they will be excited about stepping out into new territory. Wow, Carolyn, thank you so much for sharing that. And Carol Sue is getting ready to hop on a plane and um, obviously she has your book. She's very <laughs> excited. Um, she says that you make a very great point and that she loves that analogy that you use um, stepping um, into that fear, um, mm -hmm. kind of going out of your comfort zone. And I think one of the reasons why I absolutely love this book as well, and I haven't read the whole book. Mm -hmm. I, I've been, um, yeah, and Carolyn says, love, amplify your voice. <laughs> so point on, especially with everything going on in the world today, of course. And I love how you set this book up. And, and I think that um, it's important for people to know there are parts of this book and I love the direction that it took and especially after each chapter where you have table talk. Mm -hmm. um, but if I may, if it's okay with you, yeah. I just wanna read just a quick little something from the introduction, which really captured my attention. Moment, a segment of time filled with possibility. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, really, when you think about that, and I get, I almost get chills when I say this, because with, that's what, um, about seven, eight words, yet mm -hmm. such a profound statement. And I love when I love when I'm able to speak with, with authors and kind of get into their head, like in that moment, when in that moment, when that phrase came to you, that obviously must have been so profound. Mm -hmm. uh, what, when you were writing this book, there obviously were so many poignant moments in this book that, that really is a life lesson um, for all. So what specifically, what feeling did that, you know, did you feel when, as you were putting that together? Mm -hmm. Like that's so profound. Well, Janice, uh, I think one of the, um, uh, you know, sometimes as we get a little bit older and we gain a little bit of wisdom and experience, we see and evaluate some of the uh, experiences that we've had in life in a different way. And, and one of the things, even, uh, you know, for years I've asked God, um, you know, I've had a, a, a lot of women uh, and, and even men, but, you know, the, uh, specifically in the book, I'm highlighting the women. I've had a lot of women speak into my life, encourage me, support me, 
And I've often asked why, God, why did you allow me to have this opportunity to have, to have all of these individuals as a resource? And as I, you know, I've grown a little bit, I'm a little bit smarter, hopefully, a little bit wiser. Uh, I've looked back and I've been able to see that there were strategic moments and conversations that catapulted or sort of stirred something in me. And it helped me to begin to see uh, uh, everyday situations and circumstances differently. Sometimes, you know, we, uh, you know, we're at the grocery store and, and, you know, you just, you're in line and, uh, you know, you just sort of strike up a conversation with the person in front of you. In the past, I would have just taken that as, oh, you know, we're just biding our time till we get to the front. But now recognizing that all of us are on a path, we're all on a journey. And so these insignificant moments are really not insignificant. There is a reason why these uh, uh, moments were created. And so now how can I make the best use of this particular moment? And so it's no longer, okay, I'm just in the line at the grocery store, but this is a vital moment in time. I'm here, whatever time of day is, whatever the date happens to be. And so God, let this not be just me wasting time, but let this be a moment that you can stir me to do something that will create an impactful opportunity for the persons that I am with. And I'll give you just one example, you know, because it's a change in mindset. Uh, several months ago, I was in uh, our Harris Teeter grocery store here. And, you know, of course the line's a little longer than normal and, um, you know, you can tell by the body language that some people are getting a little bit fidgety. And when I get up, when it's finally my turn and I get up to the cashier, I understand why. She's new. <laughs> it's taking her twice as long to bring up the orders and to get people checked out. And I thought, okay, she's having a difficult time. The line is long. People are fidgety. And even though we don't say anything, she's picking that up. And so I thought, okay, this is going to be, uh, I'm going to change the environment of this moment. And so she looks at me with these eyes that say, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure what I'm doing today. And I said, you are doing great. I'm, I don't have any place to go after this. So just take your time. You know, I, there have been times when I've had to learn something new and the pressure has been on. So just take as long as you want. And so just, you know, okay, this is going, I'm going to make this an awesome moment for her. And so it became not so much about me, but about her. How can I strengthen her? How can I encourage her? How can I help her to see that, okay, I can do this and I think if we take the emphasis and the attention off of ourselves and put it on someone else, 
then the whole, our mindset changes and we're able to have an impact. So I walked away and, you know, I, I think probably I got more blessed than she did, but I walked away knowing that if I didn't do anything else that day, I had changed someone's life just by having a conversation and saying some nice words and encouraging her. That is so beautiful. And what struck out to me was the environment of that moment. Um, for instance, it, you know, somebody else may have continued that moment in not such a good way, but you mm -hmm. took that opportunity. It was if God was speaking through you and within you to change that environment and make her day a little bit better by saying those kind words. And you know, what a beautiful way to say kind words and show respect and empathy and mm -hmm. understanding. And think about what that did for her. Like I'm just yeah. trying to put myself in her shoes in that moment. And almost as if an angel was coming to her to change her environment. And mm -hmm. I think that's so very impactful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, part one of your book, you talk about preparing for success. Mm -hmm. Love that. I love all the parts of, the, of this book. And I go back to one, I go to another. <laughs> um, this is the first time that I've ever, um, it's almost like a, I call it a circle reading moment. I'm reading mm -hmm. one page and I'm like, wait a minute, I want to see what the next part is uh -huh. um, the next part being choosing our values. Um, and I don't want to talk too much in depth about the book mm -hmm. and to point things out within your book, but really everyone, you just, you have to get this book. It's amazing. And Carolyn, you also started a Facebook group that supports your, your book and, you know, the reading of the book, which I think is <laughs> amazing. So um, if you could, after um, the live of this video, perhaps put the um, the link. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, mm -hmm. I could get the Amazon link. Yeah. Right, right. Uh -huh. um, but when people purchase it, if they want to obviously um, join that Facebook group, if you could put the link under the video, that would you know direct them as well. Right, right. And, um, and it's real simple. It's uh, the women at the table the book is the name of the group. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and obviously, this is what the beautiful book looks like. <laughs> and oh my gosh, and I just have to sh say between you, your daughters, your mom, like you are all just so beautiful and so photogenic. And by the way, everybody, uh, Carolyn's mom just turned was it 101? Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, just last week. Uh, well, on the uh, 29th of September, um, you know, we celebrated her 101 birthday and uh, she is doing well, um, was with her this past weekend and, you know, still lives on her own, um, does all of her daily chores, just enjoying her life. And, uh, it, you know, this book is a, um, is a gift to her uh, because the women that I share and I talk about were women that sat around her table. And uh, so I wanted to do uh, something that would minister to her and to also acknowledge 
the uh, effect that she's had on my life and a many, many, many other women and, and, and men, young men. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so beautiful. And the fact too, that also men are reading this book of mm -hmm. yours and getting so much out of it, because when you can apply something <laughs> that you're reading, but with heartfelt um, thoughts about how you can incorporate those things into your life and how you can affect other people's lives, I think is just amazing. So along with the new book, of course, a big question that I have for you, are you working on a second book? Well, I, it's interesting that you ask. <laughs> um, I am working um, on a workbook that will accompany uh, the, uh, the women at the table. Uh, at, as you mentioned, at the end of each chapter, there is a question. We have table talk, so there's a question. But there are so many, as I was writing, you know, there were so many questions that I had that I felt would help amplify the principle and help the reader to uh, just go on a, a journey of self-discovery. Because even though it is my book and I'm sharing my experiences, what I really want is at the end when they finally turn that last page that they have come to a greater understanding of who they are and the influence and the impact that they can have in their lives. So as I, I try to do both the workbook and the book at the same time, and you know, of course, if you can do one well, that's where you should stop. But um, once I got the book published, I continued to work on the workbook. And yesterday I sent the uh, workbook to the editor so that she can begin the, you know, that process of, of uh, finessing and, and fine tuning things. And so that's where I'm at. So I'm hope that my prayer is that, um, you know, by Christmas, no later than, you know, January, I'll be able to also have a workbook that will accompany it. And I think that way, you know, the, the reader will be able to read the chapter, then go to the workbook and sort of go through that process, answer those questions, and uh, just have a great time discovering who they are and, and, and coming up with solutions of how they can have, um, have more influence and impact in the lives of, of, in their world. I think that is so awesome and amazing because I'm, I'm picturing myself getting that workbook, for instance, mm -hmm and really diving into it. And I think there's really relevance when you are reading something that's so impactful that you know will change not only your life, but mm -hmm. obviously to others that you come in contact with to go through a work and accompanying workbook that really puts the thought and passion behind how that person will want to make change in their lives. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also a testament of the will to dive further, because we all know, um, you know, obviously, we're on our computers all day long, but to sit and write, and really pay attention to the vibes that we are feeling from what we're reading, 
or writing not specifically being on our on a keyboard so I really love that prospect and yeah. mm -hmm. you know hopefully maybe who knows it could be done right before Christmas and yeah what a great Christmas present <laughs> right the book yeah. and the workbook <laughs> that would be so awesome so definitely keep us posted on that yes and I think it's so important that um you know we we live in a information age you know, we can Google anything, uh, you know, uh, whatever you want to know, you just Google it and immediately you have this information in front of you. And, but I think that one of the things that I wanted to uh, help uh, the reader is that, okay, I'm reading this book. Now, what, how, how do I actually embody what I'm reading? Because again, it's not just about me writing the book and, and my story, but how do I take the information in there? How do I, uh, you know, you mentioned the first section of the book is about preparing for success. You know, so I go through and I talk about different uh, uh, experiences that I had that actually prepared me. They were preparing me to become the person that I am today. Some of them were positive. Some of them were, you know, could have been considered a crisis or, you know, you're being pushed, you're being stretched. So the workbook will help the reader to take that section and then take a look at their lives. What experiences, what transformative moments, what transformative conversations that I've had that actually have benefited me, even though I, I, I didn't understand it. And, um, you know, in the book, and, um, you know, I talk about one of uh, a health crisis that I had. And um, boy, nobody wants to have a health crisis. Right. But when you look back at what I went through, it helped to define who I am. And it made me stronger so that later in life, when there were challenges, I was able to draw on that experience. And we've all had them. And so that is one of the benefits of having the workbook that they will be able to sort of reevaluate and reassess what's been going on in their lives and use it to catapult them and to help them understand the journey that they've been on. What you just said um, really resonates so much so um, in my heart. Um, going through something as dramatic as that health crisis for you must have been and not understanding, but defining at some point who you were and how that has developed. But going back and having strength from that, maybe something that's totally unrelated in the future, but you draw back on that strength that you had in that moment to go forward, which I think is so profound in so many different ways. And I am thinking when you mentioned um, almost like why, and for me, I'm thinking why. Mm -hmm. And I, I wrote in a blog post, yesterday um from my point of view on you know what has transpired <laughs> excuse me with my son these past yes. months mm -hmm. and 
a mother always knows why. And I look back on these last three months, for instance, as as dramatic as everything has been, and sometimes in a lot of respects continues to be, mm -hmm. I'm focused on my why and drawing strength from that. So hopefully that I can not only, um, I always will support my son and right. with everything that he's going through, but also to recognize that in other people, <laughs> they may need that help or strength. And it's almost as if you, you're that vessel, you're drawing on that, mm -hmm. that strength. And I think that is so important. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Janice, I think that, um, you know, life is uh, a journey. And uh, I remember John Maxwell said, uh, making a statement that life is all uphill. Uh, and so sometimes, you know, we, we just think, okay, you know, we get to the top of the mountain or whatever, or the, you know, just be able to sit and enjoy life every day and eat, uh, you know, sit on the beach and, and, uh, you know, uh, have a drink, a cold drink in your hand. Uh, but sometimes we have to just stop and realize that life is not all sitting on the beach. And so when we can sit on the beach and just, you know, be mesmerized by the water and the ocean, we have to learn to appreciate it. But there are also other seasons in our lives where we are uh, going uphill and it seems as though we are carrying a lot of baggage. You know, there's, uh, we get tired, uh, we are exhausted. We're wondering, when will this end? When will I get a break? Uh, but there is um, a, a, a strength that is being built within us that allows us when we do reach that plateau to reach back and help somebody else because we've been there. And there's nothing like being able to have someone say, I understand what you're going through not because they're trying to be nice, but because they've actually been there. And that be, and, and becoming a resource for them, being someone who can encourage them and give them the strength to go another day. And so, you know, I know that uh, all that you've experienced, uh, you will be able to help other parents, other mothers, and help navigate, help them to navigate that situation. I'll give you a, just a quick story. One of the young uh, couples in our church, uh, uh, well, I think their oldest son now is like seven or eight, but he was a preemie. And the prognosis from the doctor was, you know, he'll never walk, he'll never, you know, he'll, he'll never be normal. And, um, you know, believing God, faith, prayer, that young guy is the smartest kid in his room. Uh, you know, he reads like on a, you know, a high school level. I mean, so, you know, the prognosis was just totally annihilated. But so they came through that situation and the result, they got a good end result. But what she has done 
within the last uh, year is written a book about preemies and, and that experience. And so now, you know, her pain, their trauma, their crisis now is able, she, they have taken that and now they are helping other parents give them hope for their situation. And that little baby that you see that's hooked up with all these wires, uh, don't give up on that little baby that he just might end up being another Malachi. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are so right. Um, because I know, for instance, the first two to three weeks with Ryan, it was doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be able to. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear that. Okay, you can tell me that. I understand that you need to tell me that. And I'm hearing it, but I am not going to listen to it. Right. And we draw on our, our, our faith. And when I when I talk about my son and what has happened to him and, and um, all of the love, prayers and support, I truly feel all of that support. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the past couple of weeks, I'm like, I need to share this in some sort of form or fashion, but wasn't really sure how to do that. And I was able to do it in some way, um, <laughs> where I felt not only as a parent, but as an indirect way of supporting my son. So thank you so much for sharing um, your friend's uh, <coughs> journey um, with that. You know, trending Thursday, there's always trending things <laughs> going on in our world today. And your your book and your journey is ever evolving, which I think will always be trending in such a beautiful and poignant way. Um, I would like to share with everyone that you are a leadership coach. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering if you could explain that a little bit more to our viewers and listeners. Um, I, I know what that is, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love how you explain it. You, well, you know, I think I like to think that I, when I say that, um, you know, use the term leadership coach, that there is a, um, uh, there's a particular nuance that I want to uh, communicate. Uh, I, I believe that we are all leaders. Sometimes when we think about leadership, we think about, you know, the president of uh, Pepsi or Coca-Cola or, or, you know, Facebook or whatever. And yes, they are all, whoever is heading and leading those organizations are uh, leaders and uh, very prominent and in, in influential individuals. But I believe that in, there is something inside of each of us that is, uh, allows us to lead in the environment in which we have been graced to have influence. And we all have influence. It's just, you don't recognize it, you don't use it, you don't um, uh, take advantage of it and use it as a purpose uh, uh, to purposefully do good. So I, I want to sort of change the concept and the mindset of individuals and help them to see that, yes, you are a leader, 
if you are a mother in a home, a father in a home, you are a leader. If you have a, a, a position in, a, in an organization, in a club, you are a leader. Now, how do you use your influence to have the most impact and do the most good? What happens, uh, I believe what can happen is you start out in possibly a, what you may consider to be an insignificant role, but as you grow and as you develop the skill set that you have, then other levels of leadership open up to you. So it's not that, you know, you just one day plop down into some CEO seat. And for some people, it may happen that way. But there is a developmental process that allows you to utilize the skills that you need or that you already possess and build upon them and, and determine, okay, how can I increase my level of influence. We are all uh, created to be agents of change. We were all created to make a difference in life. We're just not going from one day to the next and you know taking up air and you know um, uh, using up space. But there's a reason why we're here. And uh, if we can just sort of step back and see, okay, how can I? Um, how can I effect change in my environment and in my life and then use that to have even greater impact and greater influence? And, you know, sometimes we see people who all of a sudden just quote unquote show up on the scene and, and they're doing this or they're doing that. It's not that they just started that day, but they, they have been in process. And I believe that we are all in process. We're all on a journey. You know, you think you're writing a book and it's just a book because, you know, you want to write a book. Well, a, a, that book can catapult you into a place where your influence just all of a sudden increased. And so, you know, I, I, I want to help every individual to understand that you are a leader. You are someone who has influence. You are someone who other people are watching and other people are listening to and uh, helping them to come up with a strategy to become even more effective in their life. Wow, Carolyn. Uh, I love, love our conversations when you come on <laughs> uh, the Two Sisters podcast. <laughs> Um, always blowing me away. I don't know if you saw, but I was writing fast and furious here. Um, lots of notes. So thank you so much. Um, in closing on this trending Thursday, I'm wondering if there's, what is your favorite quote? Just something that immediately mm. pops to your mind. Uh, my favorite quote is actually a Bible verse. And it is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's important for me as, a, again, I said, you know, I'm an introvert. So sometimes I need, okay, uh, I need to be able to draw on some, someone else or something else. And, uh, uh, you know, so that's, that's my, my favorite quote. Uh, my favorite affirmation is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
not in my own strength because you know I I'd like to just be able to sit in the in the back of the room and not have anything to say and so sometimes I need that little bit of, of encouragement and that little bit of push to keep me going that is so beautiful thank you so much Carolyn for being our guest sister today we know that you'll be on for our 350th which I believe is no i for some reason, the date escaped me. November 29th, I want to say. It's uh -huh. Monday. So we're going to keep everybody posted about that. Please reach out to Carolyn. Uh, she will make sure that her Facebook group um, gets uh, pinned below the live of this video. And her book, again, The Women at the Table. Phenomenal. And we're so excited for you, Carolyn. Thank you again. My Thank name. You. You're very welcome. <laughs> My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva, on this trending Thursday, and I am with the guest sister of two. Carolyn. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow morning. Actually, we'll be a little late tomorrow morning, and uh, we'll fill you in on that. You all have a great day. Bye bye. Have a great day. Thanks, Janice. You're welcome, Carolyn.